This podcast may contain coarse language. This podcast absolutely contains coarse language, 120%. What? You heard me, mate. And it may or may not be gluten free. Mmm. The Pinnacle! Welcome to The Pinnacle! <laughs> back again, here we are, here we are back again at The Pinnacle. Massive news, Sausage Man. We, so, um, we, we got an actual sponsor it's like what, this mate? week here, uh, Berlinerberg, uh, Berlinerberg Beer. Um, Berlinerberg? I've never tried Berlinerberg, what's it like? Nah, it's, it's bloody good, mate, and um, you know, the good people at Berlinerberg, they're yeah, obviously massive, massive fans of The Pinnacle. And they've decided to be our first official sponsor of the Pinnacle. You know, they gave us a free crate of beer. A whole crate? A whole crate, which I, I carried half of it here in, in my backpack today on my bike. So what are you going to sell the other half of Cantina? No, I'm just going to, I couldn't fit more than 12, 12 beers in my backpack. So I'm bringing the rest next week. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure. sure, I'm pretty sure my man over there, Robin, has uh, promised us uh, one crate of Berlinerberg every Tuesday so that we've got a, a full crate of beer to drink every Wednesday. Shout out to Robin. Thanks, mate. Appreciate the support. We could get him on the show next week. Start snowing. Get yeah. him on the show next week and have a little chat to him about about Berlinerberg. About Berlinerberg and the, the craft beer scene. I like beer. Do you? What do you think about this beer, the, the Berlinerberg I mean, Pale Ale, which is what we're drinking right now? I mean, it's clear dark orange with a decent white head. I mean, it's got a clear um, golden blonde with a white cap that dissipates to a swirl. Would you say that there's you know taste comprising of, of tangerine, orange pith, grass, citric, tinged straw, and melon? Uh, a little bit of toasted malt in there as well. Aroma is grassy, hay, barnyard-like. Well, I find it like a tropical fruit, like a greeting when you go to Hawaii, you know, yeah, I know I need another. smash the bloody pineapple over your head. It also takes me back to my childhood with the sweet candy with the fruity hops and some maltiness and quite enjoyable aroma. It's summery. Some rush. Um, it, it's definitely got this aromatic sort of resin tart dried fruit, but the taste is still somewhat dry, minerally at least. You know, with a bit of cloggy resin and, and slightly sticky finish. Do you find it sticky, Sausage Man? I find it a little bit sticky, not sticky enough, maybe. Maybe it could be stickier. The bottle's sticking in my hand, that's for sure. Is and it? It's, um, yeah, it's going down a bloody treat. Before we get into the rest of the show, here's a word from our sponsor. Fuck you drinking there, mate. It's a, uh, it's a pale ale from Berlinerberg. Brewed using the finest glacial water that cascades down into the mouth of the spree from the mighty Mount Berlin. There's no fucking mountains in Berlin, mate. There's no, there's no glacial waters in fucking Berlin, mate. Uh, I took a bit of a creative license there. I was trying to make it sound sexy. Well, it's beer, mate. It's already sexy. It's about creating a mood, though, Boise. To distract the listeners from the fucking nonsense name that you've used. Is that the actual official name? Yeah, I like the name. It's a fucking it's a good name. Berlinerberg. It's named after a fictitious fucking mountain. Is it at least made in Berlin? Berlin. Fuck is that? To the south. South of what? South. South Berlin? Well, it's a little bit further than that. Well, how much further? Is it Neukern? Britz? Yeah. Britz, maybe. How Fuck. much fucking southar is this, is this fucking beer that, fucking that you're drinking? Southern. Eight hours further than Britz. Eight hours further than Britz. Like, what, like driving, walking, uh, S-Bahn? In a car, mate. In a car. Eight hours south. So it's not even in fucking Berlin. So you're telling me they're brewing this beer, which they're naming Berliner Berg, which is named after a mountain that doesn't fucking exist, and it's not even made in Berlin. They're moving the production up here soon. What do you mean that they're moving it up here soon? So what? Why is it called? They're just preempting the fact that they're going to brew it in Berlin. No, I think you're focusing on the wrong things here, boys. You just got to like, kind of like, kind of, you know, get involved in the in the, in the feeling and the, you know, the taste and the, the place. Just get, just give me a fucking beer, man. Give me one. <sighs> Fuck. Right. It's not fucking bad. It actually does fucking taste like it's brewed with glacial waters running down the mighty, you know, mountain that's over the top of Shakir and Rihanna when they're doing that. 
Oh, God. that one's oh, oh, f- over the top of those. Brianna, Shakira, Shakira, Beyonce. Mate, that's it for me. And they've basically bottled that's what that. It tastes like the pale ale. Just um, you know, it unlocks the finest hops. Soft bitterness and surprises with unique flavours. And, um, you know, the, the first sip really took me back in time to, to Brooklyn of the 90s, you know, dim light in a gloomy dive bar. Were you there? Where a strongly tattooed bartender serves cheap whiskey and, and tremendously good craft beer. And, you know, with rock and roll blasting in the background. That's, that's just where the beer took me when I took my first sip. Hey, Boise, welcome home, mate. Welcome home, mate. Cheers to the wonderful humans at Berlinerberg for sponsoring The Pinnacle. Available in many varieties, you can find them nationwide in Germany and fresh from the Bergschloss, Neukölln's finest tap room, featuring nine taps of Berlinerberg's flagship range and rotating guest beers. Berlinerberg, it might be a silly name, but damn, it's a good beer. Thank you very much. They've, they've, they've promised us at least a crate every time we say anything to each other. So what the fuck else is going on, so is this, ma'am? I've, um, I've been getting into a new thing this week, actually. I was inspired by an article I saw on um, iflscience.com. Well, so uh, what's that stand for? That out. IFL, I don't know. It's just a bloody it's a web page. I fucking love science. I, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Just, just, that's the only reason I like it. It's got a swear word in its name, and I, oh, okay. no, it's very, very bold of them to do that. But, yeah, no, I've, been do, I've been getting into a bit of um, butt-chugging. What, what, what's that drinking beer through your ass? Is it? It's actually uh, it's to do with sunning your perennial perenni- per- you, you, you grundle. Wait, wait, what were you, sun, what were you sun, trying to say though? Sunning that? your perennium. 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 Yeah. Is that is that is that the technical term for a tate for a grundle? Well, it's another technical term for a tate or a grundle. Okay, or so a gooch. so a gooch. Or, the, or the fact. The fact. So hang on a minute. So I'm not sure I okay, quite so, can grasp this. Right, so you so. you, you want to you put sun on it? How do you do that? Prior to my misconceptions, no, you don't shove beer up your ass. Okay, not this Berlinerberg pale ale. No, that's, no. that's too good to butt chug. Berlinerberg. Bonus round. Yeah, so it's about getting sun on your perineum. Sun on the sun on the coit. On the gooch. Bit north of the coit, the area between the anus and the um, the vulva for, for, the a female, vulva for a female, or the, the, the um, anus and the uh, base of the scrotum. Yeah, yeah, scrotum yeah. base. Well, I mean, I can't imagine that well, part fact. taking a hell of a lot of sunlight. Is it more susceptible to skin cancer down there? I mean, how much exposure can the grundle take well, from the sun? I tell you sun? what, but it's, it's the, the possibility of getting skin cancer in Berlin at this time of year is pretty fucking low, to be honest. Well, the possibility of getting sunlight on the grundle is, is even exactly. lower. I mean, you, you can't imagine how much time I've spent on the roof in the last week fucking trying to get the fucking sun to actually just shine. The first way I tried to do it was actually I was like standing on my feet and then kind of like doing one of those yoga positions, which I don't know what's called because I don't do yoga. You can touch your head on the head on the ground next to your ankles and fucking yeah. peel it, but it's hard to get to the grundle area, is, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So, so yeah. Get yeah, on so. the get on the back. So and just hold yeah. hold the toes. Also, it's also good to lie on a rock. Right in the middle of the desert. Well, there's a lot of sun out there. Yeah, there is. Metaphysical Megan. Yeah, yeah. She's got the right idea out there. You know, just if you're gonna if you're gonna sun the perineum, perineum, the, perineum, the gooch. Um, get in the desert. Get in yeah, the desert. Get in the desert. And, the, grunt, um, the grundle. The fact. The pinnacle. Brought to you by Berlinerberg. So I kind of did get, I got about fucking 24 seconds of sun. Almost immediately, I've, I've had surges of energy, better sleep, better connection to my sexual energy and control of my life force. Okay, so much just... creativity flowing through my life. Attracting my desires and intentions with ease. Attracting soul tribe and people who are the same frequency. And Attracting soul? Who is soul tribe? 
Uh, it's not my, the same tribe that I'm in, but my soul tribe. So, okay. you know, you've got, your, you've got your tribe tribe. So, I mean, this, you know. This, this, and this is all from a maximum of five minutes in the morning sunning the grundle. Like I said, I did 24 seconds. That was all the sun that what there was that day. Uh, there was a lot of sun today, but I was too busy to get up on the roof, um, unfortunately. Also, there was a complaint from one of the neighbours about my ball bag hanging around. And, and the what, what floor do you live on? I, I went up on the roof. Okay. Yeah, but there was a complaint from the neighbours across the road about me being up there, and so the police actually came around and okay. had a bit of a word. Well, did you let them know that 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole, this is, what, this, this is verbatim, um, except the little part about me explaining what I'm saying. So I'll just start from the beginning again. Lightning so bolt emoji. Marks. 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole is the equivalent of a full day of sunlight with your clothes on. What about if there's like you get a specially designed sunbed where you could like actually, you know, lie on your back and fucking pull your toes and, and it was just poking. Bloody, well, not poking, but, you know, like pointing the sun at your... Gooch. So maybe they could have it like, you know, like a like a telescope type arrangement where that, that shoots out the UV rays and you can just get it right on the sphincter there, you know. and the, the, the sphincter? Yeah, just extend your life. And the perineum. And she the gr- actually says the grundle. 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole. So that that's not quite the grundle. Perineum? That's north of the grundle. She seems to be too kind of jump, jumping, jumping. It's a jumping. little ambiguous about exactly which part of her is getting sunned. So, like, I mean, they're pretty close to each other. Yeah, they're, they're very like close. The perineum, the grundle, the gooch, the fact... The perineum, yeah, and the asshole or the butthole. The butthole. She well, likes to call it. It's yeah. American, so that's why they use butt instead of ass. The pinnacle. Brought to you by Blinnerberg. Well, these two actually, you know, tie in together. Actually, because they do, you know, mate. if you, if you, when I see the new Crusaders logo and you flip it on its side, it actually looks like someone um, sun chugging, butt chugging. What, what do you call it? What do you call it? Sun chugging, butt chugging? Butt chugging. Yeah, so I, I actually can't. Mace has projected both of them up on the screen right now yeah. and I can't tell which is which. What are you talking about? So Crusaders are a rugby team. They're from Christchurch in New Zealand. Christchurch. They're very good. They're known as the Canterbury Crusaders. So basically there was a, a something of a, a massacre in Christchurch last year and that, that led them to rethink perhaps their logo and the name because it was culturally insensitive. So the Crusades... 1095, mate. 1095 to 1492, mate. That's a good price for a bloody fucking dozen tinnies. Yeah, it is. I was growing it up. is. Well, not unless, not unless Berlinerberg's your sponsors. It used to be a dude with a sword and a shield. So what they've done now is they've created something which is, looks like, it's, I guess it's got a bit of Maori sort of style about it. Basically, you've got like a, it's like a C, but the, the ends join and there's a little Batman in the middle. And it just looks like two dicks touching. The, the dicks and the balls are touching. So there's, the balls are kind of like somehow elevated. Is that, is that space docking? Zero G fucking like dick kissing. Uh, so inside so, each other. So, like this. Like this, mate. Oh, <laughs> so they've got... Unless one of the penises actually went inside the other penis, like into the eye of the other penis. It's called space docking. Is it? I didn't know it was a thing. Didn't you know it's called space docking? No, tell me more about it. Some people do for pleasure sometimes. What, they stick their dick inside someone else's dick? Yep. Okay, is that a Canterbury thing? No. Is it? No, it's not. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, but then you went to say the new logo, you'd probably think so, but no. The Canterbury space dockers. It looks a little bit like a diagram of the female reproductive system. It also looks like two semi-hard, semi-flaccid, whatever your take is on it, penises. Two cocks, With mate. the balls touching, but the heads with the penises kissing. 
One red, one black. Space docking, mate. With a little Batman One's logo. One's got a foreskin, one hasn't. Usually they should put these things out to the um, the public, you know, and let them let everyone have their word. You as a as a Crusaders fan, what are your thoughts on the new logo sausage? Well, my opinion is it looks like it looks like two penises. And one's no, that's that's an observation. What's your opinion it's a, on it? It's a C for the Crusaders. C for cock, cock and cunt. I think we might have to go on live and bloody uh, ring someone in New Zealand, mate. I might have to ring my brother and see what he thinks because he lives in, he lives in the heart of Christchurch. <laughs> Peter. Yo, yo. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Good, bro. How are you? I'm, I'm here with um, Mason Boise. How, how are you, Pete? Always. Adam. Mate. Yeah, there's, no, there's a bit, a bit of bit of lag on this, a bit of delay, so you have to wait wait about three minutes after you hear me speak, and then you can start speaking. But then, like, so if, if I, I start, start talking, talking over... now, it'll be fine, won't it? So I'll start talking now. Yeah, yep. so we'll just keep talking. Yeah. It'll be fine, won't yep. it? Yeah. Pete, um, you know you you know you live in Christchurch, the Garden, Garden City. City. We've been having a wee discussion about the uh, the Crusaders' new logo. We just wanted you to give us the, the lowdown with what's going on in Christchurch, and what the locals are thinking of the uh, new Canterbury Crusaders logo. Well, personally, I think it looks like a red and black vagina, and that's always a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of social media commentators are saying that they're never going to go to another game again, but they're just dicks because it's just the logo. And it, it does, does look like a vagina. Dicks, dicks just like the logo, like two dicks kissing. <laughs> it's got yeah. a lot of sexual connotations. I mean, it's a, t- it's a, it's a tough game. It's a, it's a physically enduring game. I mean, maybe there is yep. at some stages like dicks, is t- dicks touching. I played rugby to a professional level, Simon, you know this well, and I have definitely touched another man's penis with my penis. What goes what goes on tour stays on tour, though. You don't make that your bloody logo, do you? I mean, is, is are they celebrating this kind of like, you know... This sort of, you know, the, the shenanigans that go down on tour, is that what the Crusaders are trying to embrace right now? Is it? Is it... They might be. They're on a crusade like uh, Israel Folau's on a crusade. Maybe the Crus- new Crusaders logo is something, it's just like, it's kind of like a fuck you Israel Folau. The reason koalas yep. are dying in Australia has nothing to do with homosexuality. It reminds you a little bit of like, you know you know when the Highlanders, was it the Highlanders that did all that, that fucking whole ballerina thing right after Israel Folau attack, attacked yes. the, 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 the gays? And then they, they straight away did this, some, <laughs> yeah. some dudes doing... Ballet, like, is it? Is, is New Zealand really out just to get Israel Folau? Is that where they got two dicks touching as the, well, the Crusaders he, logo? If the reports are true, he got eight million Australian dollars. Fuck me, dead for doing a tweet. Eight million. But back to the logo. I like it. Some people don't. They're still called the Crusaders. Would you not say that the connotations were sort of more in the name rather than the actual logo? Like, if there was one thing they were going to change, don't you think it should have been the name, not the logo? The logo had the guy with the sword. Yeah. It was a stupid, it looks like a logo that an eight-year-old drew anyway. And this is what, like a nine-year-old? This is a nine-year-old who drew this one, or what? <laughs> no, it's embracing the modern culture, bro. You wouldn't know about that being an ignorant dicky dozzy. Brought to you by Blinnerberg. So, sorry to interrupt you. Okay, you busy morning, but uh, yeah, bloody good, uh, bloody good to I hear from you. Okay, mate, love you, bro. Cheers, <laughs> mate. Take care, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers, Cheers mate. Ciao. Sausage Corner with the Sausage Man. Is, is, is he taking us back to last season, is he? Yeah, g'day. Welcome back to Sausage Corner. So, um, I thought, hey, you know, we're back in the Sausage Corner. I thought, oh, I'm back in the Sausage Corner, mate. I've, miss, I've missed it. I know, I, know, I know our listeners have been lis- missing it as well. Yeah, everyone, everyone I know, Dan, 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 Dan loved it. Dan loved yeah. it. We're going to do a pairing with the, um, with the Berlinerberg. So we're going to taste each of these things, which we've got a... Halloween uh, cheddar knucker. A pinky and lily haribou lolly. Uh-huh. And we've got a, uh, a clementine, which is not quite a tangerine, even though we've got tangerine flavours down It's mandarin, down mate. That's a clementine. 
Fuck it, that's a mandarin, mate. Okay, well, it's a, well, it could be a tangerine then. No. Okay. No. It's a different shape. I don't know. So the mandarin's got the bit which sort of goes in a bit more, and you can stick your thumb in it and just fucking bang, and then it opens up. Yeah, so I thought we'd do, do it with tasting with, e- with each of them with the Berliner Berg that was po- kindly brought to us by our sponsors. Uh, shout Berliner out to Berg. Robin, shout out to Berliner Berg. Shout out to Daniel. I think we'll start first with the, uh, with the jalapeno cheddar kanaka. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is we need to get a bit of that in our mouths. Okay. And have a wee fucking chew. Okay. Mace, get in there. Mm-hmm. Get, put that in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. And get a fucking bit going. And then chuck some fucking... It tastes like fucking mandarin. And then... Because <laughs> you peeled the fucking mandarin <laughs> and then ripped it out. With your... And then chuck some Berliner Berg in your mouth. It's mm. smoky. Yeah, it's smoky. A little bit of spice. It's mm. not bad. But you do. Oh, mm, you do, though. Right? I've just had the bit on the burg. Fucking, um, it's the nose of citrus sherbet. Yeah, no, it, it really, really... And mandarin. I think it, I think the acidity, the citrus zesty mouthfeel from the Berlinburg Pale mm-hmm. Ale, it really does. It contrasts beautifully with the smokiness. Berlinburg. The citrusy notes of the Berlinburg Pale Ale, it really pierces through that smoke and gives you a passage yeah. to your destination. And so now, yep. So now we've got the citrusy. So just like focus on that citrus underpass. I need to clean my palate. We'll just, just drink some more beer. That's, what, that's what it's there for. We've got fucking tons of the shit. So this one, this is going to be a citrus explosion as far as I'm concerned. So we're eating a mandarin and or fucking tangerine Clementine, and or Clementine, Clementine's a mandarin. Mm. Okay. So. Oh, that works pretty well too. It's sweet, but it's a little bit sour. I guess it was a, it was a youngish fruit. I'm not sure if it completely reached maturity before it was um, plucked from the tree. It's definitely fruity. Tell you what, 99 cents a fucking bag. You can't go wrong, eh? You cannot go wrong. You cannot go wrong. I think it goes really well. Well, they taste the same, don't they? They taste the same. All those citrus notes of the beer. It's a, it's a citrus explosion. I think there's, more, there's a little bit of earthy sort of back end to the beer, which kind of just undercuts mm. the mm-hmm. citric sweetness of yep. the fruit. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. here we go, here we go. Mm-hmm. Testing out, testing out Boise's molars right now. What are these called again? For Lily, uh, Pinky. Fuck me! Pinky yeah. and Lily. You're pretty tough. What the fuck? No one needs to give you die. I think I broke my fucking tooth. Yeah, it's good. Fuck's sake. Mm. Very chewy. Mm. Getting the beer down the hatch now. Sweet candy, sweet candy and fruity hops. Some maltiness and quite enjoyable aroma. Goes together pretty well as well. <laughs> a little bit. Surprisingly, with anything that dulls the flavours of fucking candies, man. You still chewing? Fuck's sake. We've got your sort of lead guitar here with the Clementine, mm-hmm. and we've got your sort of bass and percussion coming in with mm-hmm. the beer. I reckon if we if we coupled the sausage with the Clementine and the beer, Oof. we'd get some rhythm guitar in there as well. Oh, what hang do you on, think hang about on. that? Let's see sh- that bit. Sh- now put that in there. All right, I'm throwing Mandarin in there now with yeah. the, with the with the mm-hmm. Haribos. Chuck a fucking bit of that. Here's man, the too. sausage. All right, some sausage. Ah, oh. no. Mm. That's a veritable smorgasbord of flavour. Mm. And I'll throw some beer in there mm. with the mix. Mm. Yeah, the beer's very bitter. Mm. Definitely provides a contrast. All goes here pretty well, doesn't it? Nah. Sausage Corner with the Sausage Man. Just thought I'd throw this in the mix. It's a Thai pumpkin and mm. coconut. Mm. Thai pumpkin coconut soup. Mm. Beer and soup pairing. Oh, that soup's fucking good. Oh, fucking nice soup. It makes the beer taste like shit. Mm. Sorry, guys, Berliner Berg, you need to start making fucking soup. Well, see, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you there. The mouthfeel of the soup, it stays with you. It's not how I would pair with this soup. I'd, I'd take something a little a little lighter, a little less coiny. 
the little fruit here. How about this? Mandarin with the with the bloody soup. Wait, wait, wait a second. Oh, <laughs> boom! Whoa! All right. Is that the winner? Berlinerberg. You guys need to make a fucking mandarin flavored beer. That's pretty good. Yeah. You guys need a mandarin flavored beer to pair it with Mace's famous Thai pumpkin and coconut soup. Oh, bro, bro! That is that is a match made in heaven right there. That that for me gets um gets 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 nine thumbs out of nine thumbs out of twelve. Although it's your corner, is it? Sausage corner, isn't it? It's up to you to come up with the final verdict, isn't no, it? No, 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 no. It's, it's about it's about a, it's a communal theme, you know. It's like about you know three, coming three, together. Three quarters, seventy five percent. I mean, it's, it's good. It's real good. So, what have we learned? Eat more clementines or mandarins or whatever you want to call them. Uh, Haribo's is fucking chewy usually. Sausages and beer usually go pretty good together. Fucking, if you want some good soup, ask Mace. Um, and if you want some fucking awesome beer, talk to Bill in the book. And if you want to extend your life, just sun your fucking grundle every day for 30 minutes in the or morning. And, and most importantly, have fun. Shout out to Bill in the book one more time. The Pinnacle! Brought to you by Bill in the book.